no matter what you envision, there's a specific moment when you realize, I need allies. Have you ever thought about who your allies are? How they became your allies? Or maybe who could be my ally to have the impact I want to have? It is very interesting to see how these allies also transform over the time and depending on your and their vision to accomplish. The next few minutes are spent for all these existing and future allies supporting us on our vision of having impact in our specific field of expertise. And of course, when it comes to corporate integrity, allies are as important as in any other area. Are they harder to find? It depends. Great to have you here. Corporate integrity, fraud, non-compliance, and cybersecurity. Would you like to understand the root causes, detect threats, and take measurements to protect the most precious assets? As a leader, you need to be prepared and stay actionable in the event of an incident. Sonia Sternemann talks in her podcast, The Human Factor. Corporate integrity matters. To leaders and entrepreneurs who want to have impact, foster corporate integrity, and act as role models. As an international expert for corporate governance and integrity, entrepreneur, and independent board member, she knows the challenges. Let her inspire you. Welcome back to this new episode of the podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. You might be a non-executive board member, a C-level manager, a business professional, a corporate integrity and counsel, or on your way there. I'm your mentor and sparring partner when it comes to corporate integrity with impact. Founder of Corporate Integrity Concepts and the Corporate Integrity Academy. With a vision to protect and secure assets, reputation and actionability, yours and the one of your organization. Why? Because corporate integrity matters to all of us, to our world. And today I bring the specific topic of allies and their importance to the spotlight. A topic which keeps some of the leaders awake from time to time. And that is exactly the reason why I'm convinced that it is important. The energy spent on not being surrounded with the allies we need to ensure the impact we envision is constraining. What I see in my daily work with non-executive board members, management teams or individuals outlines the importance. The right set of allies are so crucial for every leader. Why is that normal desire often not followed through? I have a few answers based on my observations over the last 30 years and I'm sure also you are not immune to that topic. It is very interesting to see the different reactions when the word ally comes to the table. Some of the people feel cough and ashamed when it becomes public that they have allies. Others are proudly presenting them. If you think about the term ally, it is not new, not at all, but not that commonly used when it comes to the corporate and professional world. In politics, it's just part of the games, but that area will not be part of today's discussion at all. The work with allies is an important tool when it comes to executive coaching, but not only. It's an even more powerful approach for the work in different boards and teams. And that is also where the topic was raised in one of our last leadership circle. The question was very simple. 
what set of allies do I need to accomplish my goal? And that's the question I ask the team and the leaders. Please do not get me wrong here. I'm not talking about manipulation or social engineering. Not at all. I talk about real allies supporting the vision and not buying friends. And when I say not buying friends, I also point out one of the most of her beliefs when it comes to allies. Often I hear, and it's mentioned by others, allies are bad and not sustainable as they are not real. Another one is, I'm not fighting in a war, so I do not need allies. Another one, why should I be an ally? I have my own vision, etc. For me, these are very limiting perspectives and we all will only have sustainable impact on that world when we are and when we have allies. When we reflect where these allies sit, I have a very short and clear answer. Potentially everywhere. Does that mean that these allies need to be in the same organization? Same hierarchical level? Same gender? Same whatever? The ones who know me already a little bit know that I support a more holistic and diverse approach. Also when it comes to the right allies for leaders. The skill set and function of an ally depends on what your vision is. Depending on your vision, the allies are found. Just as a short metaphor, I would like to give you the example of a completely different topic. Do you remember the crew which was crossing the Atlantic? In episode 10, I talked about the code of conduct and how this was implemented on that boat. When I was arriving at the harbor, not knowing anybody, but which boat I had to bring back to Europe, I checked out and tried to find potential allies. Why I did so? Because I knew about the importance of not being the only one with the same goal and the same vision. The goal was to safely arrive in Europe. At least, at least for me, the safe arrival. This was part of my individual risk assessment. And I can tell you, not all of the crew members were allies. No. But some of them, and that was enough to achieve the goal. Remember that not all in a crew need to be allies. When I bring that back to the corporate world, also not all members of a board need to be allies. It's hardly possible. We just need to identify the ones which are and decide whether that's enough to achieve the vision, the goals and the strategy. And potential approaches how to do that will be discussed in a minute. So, building a community of allies is not new and done since we exist. Important is the aspect of that community. And just as a side note, that is also what I see in our leadership circle. Often it's not the professional topic which is the most powerful element of the discussion. It is the like-minded community of trust. And here we are already having the first two critical elements or skills of an ally. No matter whether we are an ally for somebody or someone is an ally for us. So like-minded and trust. First, we want to understand what the mindset is and align whether it matches with ours. That initial alignment of mindset is key. Please also spend enough time in identifying that. No matter what professional background someone brings in, if the mindset does not match, it is hardly 
possible to become a partner in crime. Trust follows and cannot be forced. The more is visible and transparent from a person, the better trust can be built. If we hear the opinions and perspectives, it will nurture the underlying for our conscious and unconscious decision-making process, whether we want to trust or not. So please do not forget that. There are so many unconscious processes going on when we build trust that we also have to, have to take care of that. And just to be aware of, we always decide whether we trust or not immediately. As human beings, we normally want to trust up to the moment when we have a negative experience. Also then, we keep on holding on our first decision of trust, which is sometimes counterproductive for our next decisions. But to become the ally you need, you do good in being transparent about the following parts. Your values, your risk appetite, your perspective, your vision and goal, and your limitations. It sounds pretty easy, but remember, talking about values, risk appetite, perspective, vision, goals, and limitations is often not that easy, depending on the teams you are, the boards you're sitting, and etc. The second element when it comes to identifying allies is the question, where do I find them? As mentioned at the very beginning, it is important to understand that the perfect match depends on the vision or goal to be achieved. Think of all parts of your organization, including different units, locations, interest groups, as well as outside, like professional organizations and networks. What I experience is that most often the allies are just around the corner, but overseen. Taking up the first part I mentioned when it comes to transparency helps to make your vision visible. Demonstrating and advocacy what you stand for will attract allies. We have now the skills and very find allies and come to the last point of how to make it work. I'm often asked whether a formalized process between allies is needed and I can bring in what I have personally experienced, but also by supporting our clients. There are many official alliances for the topics, campaigns and ideas, but that's not what we talked about here. What I was talking about for the last few minutes are the alliances between leaders who want to achieve a vision. Of course, every alliance can be sealed with a contract if needed, but the most powerful alliances are those just set up with the right mindset, values, a very high level of integrity and trust. To, re to reflect that, a written contract may not protect the ultimate goal. The level of interaction depends on the goal and the individuals involved. Summarizing the three mentioned key elements which are crucial when we want to identify and become the allies supporting our vision or becoming one for the others is the characteristics, like-minded and trust where to find with transparency, which gives visibility, and how to work with as it depends on the joint vision. Allies find each other to achieve a joint vision or goal. Always. Reflecting on by what allies I'm surrounded and to whom I could become an ally is very important, especially when it comes to corporate integrity. 
I realized over the last decades that there are so many leaders following that vision of conducting business in a way which supports ethics and integrity. I know that a lot of leaders do not find their allies within the organization when it comes to corporate integrity. With the global initiatives of ESG and SDG, the pressure increases and we all do good to know our allies to achieve our goals with impact. And just two additional questions for a personal reflection. I'm pretty sure you all have the answers for yourselves. Are you aware of all the alliances you are involved in? Are they for good and still supporting? And do you give and receive the support which is needed to make it a success? And the third one, what could you change to make it more impactful? And this was the episode number 18 of The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. Following the belief, corporate integrity secures and empowers individuals and organizations. Would you like to learn more, meet peers and getting qualified? So visit the website Corporate Integrity Concepts or Corporate Integrity Academy. Or do you think this podcast could be interesting for someone you know? Sharing is caring and we are always happy to welcome your peers to our community. And if you like this episode, subscribe and don't miss any of the future ones. The show notes are, of course, enriched with relevant information and your connection via any of the social media channels is highly appreciated and will be answered. Promised. And please do not forget, topics of your interest or interview partners are highly welcome. Just send me a note on any of the channels you know. That's it from my side. I thank you for listening. My name is Sonja Stiernimon and I'm your host. Stay curious, actionable and a role model. Take care and goodbye.